Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matt Phillips. How are you, mate? Or Phil. Again. As I should Phil. refer to you. Call Phil. me Phil. It, it means nothing to anyone but really the two of us, but... My we, name is Phil. You want, my, na- <laughs> my name is Phil. It's just not quite the whole Jeff thing, but it's it's all right. Um, it's patched updates time. Damo is still not with us. We're not even going to slap a date on that anymore. Um, still, still battling the bad cases of the internet. Yeah, it's Damo's back when he comes back. He he plans to come back. Um, there's no there's nothing sus going on in the background. He's just internet in these new places shit house so he's just stuck in 1998 at the moment yeah. by the sounds of things look at you hanging shit on people with dodgy internet it's, it must feel good now right it does <laughs> i feel like a normal person now yeah so it's patched updates time we talk about all the games we've been playing and we've got a few we might regardless of which of us kind of kick things off we'll we'll start by talking about death's door very very briefly because last episode of the, the core show patched we alluded to the fact that there was another episode coming later in the day and and it did and that was our kind of review discussion that we did for death's door where we chatted for about 35 minutes about the game really praising it and i threw game of the year around and it, we all had a great time we did doug and Jaden said that you can review games going forward so that's awesome doug Jaden, if you're listening it's not too late to change your mind cut this guy off it's never too late <laughs> it's never too late to say no but they said yes. So who knows when something when something comes but along in the future? You said in. no to Phil. They said no to Phil, so it's okay. Yeah, true. Only Phil. Uh, yeah, only Phil. Phil screwed. Only Phil. Uh, so outside of outside of Death Door, which you've gotten a hundred percent on. Yes. Maybe maybe quickly touch on that one. Hundred percent. You got the hundred percent. Grueling yeah. another four or five hours. It's nothing special. Just. Casually roaming around, finding all the things you need. Was it difficult at any point? Like any of that extra stuff? Yes. And it's sort of hard to Google anything because there is um no help whatsoever. To Welcome find the to the reviewer's life. It's shocking. Ah, if I felt like a kid again. Just nothing. Smashing your head against a wall. No, not really. I was just scratching my head. I got bored and then just started reading all the, you know, all the things you collect... Yep. On the way, yeah, I started reading all of them and then realized that some of them have a use in the game, which I never knew. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, shit, this changes everything. And then yeah, yeah, that, that kind of, that life of being, not being able to have that, I don't know, whether it's the old school book next to you that's a big guide or the internet to help you out, whatever it is, it kind of sucks when that's taken away from you. And if you're in that it kind was. of reviewing climate where you're playing it before the release or even just on release and no one, you know, this information's not yeah. out there yet. Well, there was. It was just someone just showed a picture and said, there it is. I'm going, that doesn't help me at all. You just showed me a picture of an item that I have no idea where it is. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no description I, whatsoever. I guess your experience there kind of... So I haven't gone for the 100% on that yet. I, th- I think I'll probably wait for the fact that the game's inevitably going to come to PlayStation and then I'll go and chase down the 100% and the plat when the time comes. But it segues well, gonna... kind of over to one of my other games, which is embargoed and I can't talk about the game in any specifics whatsoever. Sorry. Hang on. So you're going to try and plat them and play the entire game with an umbrella if that achievement still... Oh, shit. Yeah, right. I heard about that. Good luck. Good luck with that. I will do what needs to be done. It just means it's oh, double the number of geez. hits. That's a good actually, nightmare. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that that whole thing, the like the the pre-release status and not knowing where to find certain things and all that. 
um, when you, especially when you're chasing down collectibles. I guess links to the one of the embargo games that I can't talk about any specifics. I can outline that I'm playing it simply because the embargo restrictions didn't say anything about me hiding my trophies. So the world can just check my play, uh, PSN and go, oh, that's the game. Um, Trigger Witch from Rainbite. Um, they've done Reverie in the past. Friend of the show, John O'Peck, is, um, is the writer for the t- as well as a few other bits and pieces, but um, worked on the game. And yeah, I can't talk about the game in any specifics because that is embargoed. But that whole experience, the um, pre-launch thing, not having guides or any of those YouTube walkthroughs or whatever. Like I finished, I finished the game. I was chasing down collectibles for the platinum. I guess similar to what you were doing, but chasing down your hundred percent. And there was just like one or two I couldn't find. And thankfully, in that case, I at least had Jono to reach out to. My like, hey mate. Where do I find this? And then he's like sending me screenshots from his game where he was going to get him. Like, ah, sweet, awesome. I can do that. Like, that was my way through. But otherwise, the exact same situation. Like, shit, what do I do here? But that's enough about Trigger Witch. I'll talk about that uh, next month when I'm actually allowed to. Um, we've touched on Death's Door. Matto, you want to kick things off with the rest of your list? Because you said you have quite a few. I think seven in total. Or six now, since we've talked about Death's Door. But we'll start from the beginning of last month where I was continuing to play Mass Effect 3. Yep. So I was close to finishing that. And you know when you think, we always talked about how bad the ending is to Mass Effect 3, and you might just think, maybe we're overthinking it way too much. No. It it's still bad. Sucked. It yeah. sucked. Like, I, just, I really wish I just went, you go to the elusive man's little ship, kill the guy, and I should have just ended it there. So that, that throws me off because I was expecting to see, you know, after the launch of the game, those sort of articles that are, you know, it's the, the Edge Lords of Kotaku or whatever that are kind of going, Mass Effect 3, the ending's still as shit as you, uh, as you remember it. And I hadn't seen any of those articles. So I thought, oh, maybe it is just perspective and people being able to come back on it. But thank you for confirming the ending still. I oh, still sucked. Good. Okay, that's a shame. I, I, I decided just to pick the worst ending out of them all and just said, no, nah, I'm not picking any of those options. Oh, because there was like the fourth one. We can just kind it's of walk the fourth away. One. I was like, nah, I was. I'm not doing any of them because they're all stupid. What actually happened? Oh. Uh, should we spoilers everyone for the next minute or so? Okay. What happens There's when one, you walk away? One, it's been there for ten years, so yeah. let's just about. But if you do walk away, all there is is just a message by Liara that's underground, giving you the schematics of the Crucible. Yeah, right. And that's And that's it. Oh. Just as disappointing as the rest of the endings. That's a shame. Yeah. Either uh, way. And spoilers, everyone. It's, we're done. If you're watching the video version, so, make no matter my what hands you, like that. So, no matter what you do, it's it shit. still sucks. It still sucks. <laughs> so, all three, all four options, shit. That's a shame. Then I, I can't wait to go and play the collection though. Like it's sitting there, it's installed, it's ready to go. Or just too many new uh, other new releases. Okay, just remember Taking when you priority. get to three, when you're finished on the elusive man ship, just stop there. Just turn it off. No, just I'll turn be chasing. Off. I'll be chasing the platinum because I've heard the platinum across all three games is actually pretty easy. So, oh, oh well, it's going to be the most disappointing platinum. My name is Mayo. <laughs> would look better. You, no, no, no. You just wait until what I come up with later in this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> but, so we'll get off the disappointments for now. For now. We'll be yeah. back. For now. We'll be back. 
And then we'll move on to the game of Gears 5. I played that. That's definitely not a disappointing game. That's, That's not a disappointing awesome game. game. So, yeah. Throughout the game, I found I liked the game all the way through. Except for the ending, where I just scratched my head and just went, why? I just don't get it. The, with the, the choice? The choice and uh, what happens. So, so, so the choice and the sacrifice. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, we won't, yeah. This one we will be cautious about spoiling anything on. So don't worry, you don't have to. Skip especially, ahead especially the choice. The choice, you just scratch your head and go, "What's the point?" I don't get it. I mean, I'm I'm guessing there'll be some sort of payoff in in Gear Six whenever whenever that happens. But um, it's say, a weird I'm one I'm because glad. because of the two yeah. like. Because of the the two different choices you have to make, like the the impact of those is clearly more significant for one overall than it is for the other. It is. Um, and that said, I didn't go with like the the one who I let die was the one that would clearly have a more significant impact oh, on the dynamic. Me, me too. Because I the other person uh, is far more important to me as far as as the far as the story and the relationships and all that are concerned, but. Correct. They, yeah, they wouldn't have the same impact, I guess, technically on the the overall story. I wouldn't have thought. So it'd be interesting to see how they do it. Maybe they do like an infamous, like the infamous one style thing, which they straight up looked at the trophies back in the day and saw, okay, the majority of people went with the, the good ending. So that's the path we'll take. So they might go with some sort of equivalent for that. Now, they didn't have achievements that said, you know, that corresponded to each different option, but maybe they can... Like they'll have other analytics that shows that the majority of people did this or the majority of people did that. Maybe maybe that's the path they go down, but that's a weird way to do it. it Since is. they've I, never I done never narrative choices before. No, I've never understood it. But overall, it's probably my second favourite Gears game. Because you're not Behind beating which one? two. Oh, because it's two. Yeah, two's the best. You're not beating two, boy. I don't care if Gear 6 comes out, still don't care. You're not beating two. Did you lance it through a giant worm? Nah, then get out of here. No, and, and the best part about it is, is that they brought back the car mines for this one, yeah. which I was happy about, because I don't think there was a car mine mentioned in four. I'm, no, don't think so. And I'm very glad that they did a recap on what happened in Gears Four because I forgot everything that happened. It's like previously in Gears, like, ah, oh, is that what happened? It's like, but did I you look at it and go, ah, oh, wasn't all that much in the end? I was like, ah, oh, I know why I forgot about it because it wasn't that good. <laughs> There's only one important part through that entire game, which they did recap, which was the dealings with Kate. Yes. And that was it. Everything else, not important. And then we finished that game, and then we move, I decided to move on to a... I don't know if you call it a more enjoyable game or just something where you just blow stuff up. Oh, blow stuff up. The story, and the story's not that great. That's Just Cause 4. Oh, is there a story? No. Well, there is this part. It's like every other one. Just take over the island and kill the main dude. That's the story to every yeah, right. Just Cause game. Like I said, story, story's not great, but blowing stuff up? Oh, yeah. Well, that's it's, right. the one thing they, it's the one thing they do good. Yeah, just that's, that's the only thing that's been appealing about those games. Every, everything else about it is just awful. Who cares? The acting, awful. Story average. 
but you get to blow shit up in cool ways. Action, though, in, in any way you want. And your stupid little grappling hook, which is physics-wise, probably won't be able to do it in real life. No, no, there's stupid stuff you do. There, there's definitely no like realistic gravity to what they, what they do. Well, no one cares about that because it's fun. Nothing good about, it. and that's all the fun I need. And then I finished that, and same thing ended it like, oh yeah, cool. Didn't really Doesn't care. Like, like, yeah. So let's like, move on to the next. Move on to the next game. So I thought I'd go for a more relaxing game, with a bit of fun. Something I haven't played before. That's right. Oh, was Ratchet and Clank? Oh, I, as in, oh no, it can't be the new one. You don't PS4, PS4 the PS4 yeah, okay. one. Yeah. So the, I, so I would guess it's a kind of reboot. Tish. It's it's a but weird. Not. It's a weird one. They, it, it was they a make a mockery time. of it. Yeah, but they make a mockery of it being a reboot. They're like, oh, have we met before? Like, no. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Things. Yeah, because it's all through Quark's perspective, so it's kind of like a retelling of the... Like, it's a remake, but not because it's just his arrogant, stupid bullshit perspective. And then they lent it to both. Like, it's a it's a game based on the movie, based on the game. And that was kind of their... We'll just take the piss through that lens. Yeah. Uh, either way, I, I did like it. Just a lot of fun. A lot of, what do you say, quirky humour to their styles. Like... He's on fire, and he's actually just on I'm fire. <laughs> it's just those small little things. Just like, it's oh my simple. god, he's on fire! Simple but funny. And the story itself, it's good. I like. I like how it's told by the guy. Just cause. Oh, like I said, any story can be a just cause story. It's not. It's obviously not that hard. My yeah. name is May. Has got a better story than Just Cause oh, Four. Shit. Can't wait to set you up with what I got to tell you later. It's not My Name is Mayo 3. Is there a My Name is Mayo 3? I hope so, but there's not oh, yet. Not yet. Bring and it to then, the Vita. Then I finished that game. The Vita. Oh, as well. Bring it to the Vita. Then I finished that game. Didn't platinum it. I don't know. If, it's probably easy, but I can't be bothered doing it. I, yeah, I think it's easy, but I haven't got it myself. I don't really care about it. But then I decided to go on to... Dark Siders three. Now I liked one, I liked two. Two's and amazing. This, and this is probably the biggest pile of garbage I've ever played. Wow, it's that's rough. Horrible. Compared to the other two, it's a Souls game. This most recent one. I don't get it. It's not, it's not even. I reckon I played for three hours and I did not enjoy it one bit. And I really tried to enjoy it because I enjoyed the other two. Which was Legend of Zelda type. Yeah. And then we decided to go, oh, hey, no one likes Zelda. Let's do Dark Souls. And I put it on like the easiest mode possible and it was still hard. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the weakest of the Darksiders games as far as I'm concerned. That includes Genesis, the kind of top-down, isometric-y shooter-style one. Um, But... I still felt like there was some redeeming stuff about it, but yeah, it's it's not as it's not as good as the others. And, and I hope I, that they don't go down the Souls path again. I do hope they kind of go back to more Zelda so style stuff, because that was the fun part of it. Yeah, where you could just roam around and not die every five seconds. 
Darksiders Two com- is one of those criminally underrated games that, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, it it's is. like a Zelda game. It's as it's as good as a fair few Zelda games. Oh yeah, Darksiders Two specifically. Yeah, see, it had good combat as well, which this doesn't. I find yeah. it. I'm not sure what the point of a dodge is when you can't. When you do dodge, they can still hit you. Okay, I didn't really have that issue. Oh, I did. Or maybe I just wasn't very good at dodging. Maybe not good at it. <laughs> maybe good. just the control. All the controls suck. I don't understand the dodges are R1 button. Oh, I, I can't know. remember the controls, but... Oh, I do. I was getting confused because I was trying to do like like, like every other game yeah. or the square. Like every other game that does it, like the next game I played, does it, which is also a Zelda-type game, as some people call it. That it is Immortals Phoenix oh, Rising. Yes, good. Yes, it is. Yes, you can't say it's a bit Zelda like, but no it's one ever talks about the Breath Assassin. of the Wild like. Uh, well, more no, so than other Zeldas. It's more like Breath of the Wild than it is other Zelda games. That's a lie. That's really? a lie because the weapon system works. Oh, you don't well, yeah, break your that. sword every three hits. But, <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair, but no one ever talks cool. about the. But no one ever really talks about the part of the, what I would say, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey part of things. You've Where they sort of have that, no, sort of more the philosophy type of things, like your Zeus. Oh, yeah, the gods. Like, yeah. like the Greek gods and that. But I think it's just the whole story, how it's narrated by Zeus and, so I forget what the other guy is. Um, it starts with P. I don't know my Greek mythology that well. Was I no. say Prometheus or something? Yeah, yeah, that'd be. Either way, it's just no. yeah. I, can't I don't know. I mean, I played God of War. I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought I thought I should know enough Greek mythology characters. Well, we, we've now, rattled, we've rattled some off, but I just don't remember. Um, Hades? No, that's a game. Apodemus? No, that's not even a word. I, yeah, I don't know what you just said then. Um, keep talking about the game, though. I'll find out the name in the meantime. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It'll click. I mean, that's good. I like it. Yeah, it was, it was Prometheus. Prome- it was Prometheus. I actually yeah. got that part right. But I think I just... The conversation between those two about the story and just them just interrupting each other and just making mockery of... Just, unreliable narrator. Yeah, unreliable and just making up just a bunch of crap. Like, I think, what was it? When you come up against the first, like, big giant. And it's huge. And they're like, no, that's it's not huge, how it goes. Then, and then they shrunk it down to, like, a little <laughs> like a little giant. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And it just goes back. back to big, normal size. Normal size you have to fight. I was like, oh, I don't want to fight it now. I saw it as a little small giant. <laughs> it's just all those little things. But overall, yeah, I really enjoy it. game. It is a good game. And yeah. one of the best of last year. Ooh, one of the best of last year. Well, I, I had it. I had it in my top ten at the end of last year. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what my top ten were now. I, I know I I've got it written down somewhere. I don't even know. I think I all I remember is uh, Doom and Tony Hawk were my top two, and Tony Hawk it. was number one. Yeah, I mean, I've got it. I've, yeah, I've got it in my top ten from that episode, but I couldn't tell you what they were now. What was my game of the That's year last year? Oh, Last of Us. Oh yeah, of course. Because I'm a shill. I mean, you're a sucker for this naughty D- dog game. Dirty, dirty shill. That's me done. All right. Um, so we we mentioned, obviously, uh, Death Door, so we'll kind of 
pass on that. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 is one I've been playing. In fact, I've been playing a lot of kind of JRPG kind of sort of games over the course of this month. Monster Hunter Stories 2, I've got the review up on the Player 2 website. Um, yeah, it is a JRPG at its core, but it still brings a lot of those Monster Hunter sort of elements across from the various the weapon types. And there's, is it uh, a turn-based game? Yeah, it is a turn-based game still at its core. Um, but it still brings across those ideas, that, you know, like you can sever the you know, Pookie Pookie's tail or something like that because that's where all the, the poison comes out and all those sort of things. But then you need to use the right yeah, type the of weapon on it. Is. Hey. That's where all the good stuff is in that tail. Yeah. All the materials. So it's it's still kind of a matter of recognizing, okay, what monster am I against? What's it? Uh, what's it? What's weak against it? What's not? And you know, quickly swap swap out your weapon. And then there's kind of like a a weapon triangle in terms of does they have a strength, like a power, a speed, and a technical attack. And all the different enemy, all the different monsters will fit under one of those three categories, including oh. the ones in your own party. So if if so, there's kind of a Pokemon-y aspect to it in the sense. So that, it's, oh, it's, you know, it's like Pokemon. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fire type, so I want to use a water type, that sort of thing. Like, there's still that to the whole the whole thing. But you don't know what it is what it is more often than not when you first see it. So, you know, you might come across Pookie Pookie. And, I mean, there's nothing that's necessarily obvious that it's a... I can't remember what type it was now. Like maybe a technical type or something like that. And You know, you, you kind of discover usually by making mistakes. And then there's enough monsters in the game that you'll inevitably lose track of oh shit, that one was a speed type and you've you've gone and used a power attack which means that you're weak against it and you'll get your ass kicked and all that sort of thing. Um, you're swapping out your monsties, not monster, monstie. If they've been kind of, if they're in your party, they've come out of an egg, they've been domesticated, they get referred to as monsties. What? Yeah. Well, what is this? This yeah. sounds like Pokemon. You sure this is not Pokemon? It's definitely not Pokemon. I mean, like I said, the Pokemon stuff kind of is that the combat element where yeah, like they've got strengths and weaknesses, and you know they'll always have that, and you can kind of exploit them. And you don't that's run around throwing a ball, do you? Huh? No, you definitely not. No. I mean, I, like you can collect them all um, for sure. Like you can no. you can get your equivalent of the Pokemon bank. Uh, sorry, of your PC um, full of all the bank. different monsters. Oh, it's kind PC. of your, it's like your farm, and you can kind of take like you've got your party of six, and you you know six conveniently enough, um you know swap you know swap them out and bring in other ones and all that sort of like you can do that at any point. There's not a huge amount of incentive to do so, other than the fact that the ones you find towards the back end of the game are just naturally stronger. You're going to find the more high end, the high rank sort of monsters, so you want to bring them into your party. But um, like they're just naturally tougher. But yeah, there's a lot of obviously Pokemon comparisons but it still stands up pretty well on its own again with the with the weapon triangle and and then oh, sorry the the technique triangle i guess the you know again power speed and technical then there's the different weapons as well whether they're kind of piercing whether they're sharp like your um your giant great swords or whether it's you know blunt attack and and you've got to recognize what these monsters are weak weak to and then use the appropriate weapons so you're kind of switching things out you're swip, uh, swapping your monster out in your party so more often than not you'll have a another partner AI with you as well and their monster as well. So you've got to like factor in them as well. Um, you can kind of get combo attacks. You can ride, you can ride the monster. Oh, I hate saying monster. It's just a stupid word. It's a horrible word. It hurts idea. my ears. Oh, but you can, you can, like, you, you build your kinship with the, uh, with the monster and then you can jump on its back for an, uh, for like a paired up attack. So there's all sorts of cool little combos in there, but at the, at the end of the day, it's a pretty safe sort of JRPG. It leverages those systems and it, it works. Um, 
I went back. Did you ever play Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons back in the day? So from Joseph Farris, the fuck the Oscars guy. Um, no. So a way out, and then most recently with uh, it, takes it takes two. two. No. Um, this was this was kind of his first game back on the PS3 and 360, and they like they remastered it and put it on the PS4, and it was just kind of sitting there as a get like on my PS4, been sitting there for years, just kind of in an, in an indie folder of stuff that I'd go back and replay at some point or play for the first time. In this case, replay it. And I just thought, I'll, I'll take that for a crack because it's only like a five, six-hour game. Had a great time doing that. It's still as good as I remember it. Um, still messes with your head, though, because... and I don't, yeah, Do you know anything about it at all? No. So you've got the two brothers, and one is on the left stick, and oh, one is on the right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I do now. Of, I do now. Like, it's all well and good if you can keep the one who is the left stick on the left and the one who's on the right stick on the right, but if you get them accidentally crossed over as you're just ma- navigating oh, through no. an area... It just completely blows up your brain. It's not the game's fault. It's just like your brain just suddenly can't... can't like, I'm working with the guy on the left who's on the right. Right, and, and you got the guy on the left who's to right. So and I just so. have to, like, nut, pause, swap them over, just shift them across so that they're back in the right spots, and then let's keep going again. Um, but the, ga- the game is awesome. Um, great storytelling in there. And very much recommend for anyone go if you've not played it before or it's just been a long time. It's definitely still worth playing slash replaying. So, so go check that one out. If, as f- there's two others before I get to that horrible, horrible crime that I've committed. Um, but both games I haven't played a huge amount of yet. We've got uh, other people that have reviewed slash are reviewing the game. So uh, Chris Tales, which is a JRPG. Conveniently enough, we got Chris from the team to review it as well. Chris reviewing Chris Tales, starring a girl called Chris Bell. Um, Chris Tales. Yeah. Not like C-H-R-I-S. It's just C-R-I-S, but it's still pronounced oh, so. Chris, so it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, the gameplay won't be up your alley, I think, for the most part, but you should go check out the way the game looks because it is stunning. Um, but it kind of implements some Mario Party... Oh, sorry, not Mario Party. Paper Mario-style mechanics in a few different ways in terms of, you know, like you, you've played Paper Mario games before? No. Some of the old ones on the 64 or the GameCube in particular? Nah. I never got never got to it. Uh, you, okay, you're not a JRPG guy, but this is one that I think you'd get around. So definitely oh, like, add add them from, yeah, the 64 and the GameCube ones in particular to your list. But oh, um, I'm going to try to find that. They're worth uh, millions. What can you... No, you didn't. you don't have a Wii U, so that's useless. Um, and the Switch hasn't only, added 64 yet. So. Yeah, so if only Nintendo Online had their goddamn 64 and GameCube catalogue. Just get your shit together, Nintendo. Seriously. Come on, Nintendo. Some of the games they announced recently. I, I tweeted out about the, the three that, the, I don't know, kind of no names as far as I was concerned, and I had one person at least come out to defend. Ev- and they weren't, they weren't randoms who just saw me tweet because I didn't use hashtags or anything like that. They were all people who I know and follow. The, every single one of them had someone pi- uh, pipe up and defend. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. My bad. <laughs> just kind of shrunk back in the distance again. But um, yeah, Chris Tales is, is amazing. Um, it looks stunning. It's got this cool time time hopping mechanic which extends like which is great for kind of some puzzles and world building stuff but also in combat so the first time that you actually get introduced to it and how it works in in combat you you can kind of you're in the present timeline and you can jump sorry timeline but you know you're in the present or you can jump back to the past or jump back uh, jump forward into the future and so oh, what i found like is Zelda. kind of but not 
as really? scripted, I guess. Um, so in in these just whatever fight you want, um, you like I it was kind of introduced to me that okay, this boss here they kind of got this impenetrable shield up around them, and you're just not going to do any damage to it. But what you could do is use this water magic that one of these guys has on the on the armor, and then and then use Chris's ability to jump forward in time. So all that wet armor suddenly rusted. And now you can oh, just no. beat the shit out of the person. Um, and so, and similar sort of ideas, like if you, you might poison an, oppo- an opponent and that, and I'm, I'm focusing on things where you're kind of fast forwarding here, but there's equivalent sort of things we're going back in time as well with, you know, they're super young and now you just beat the shit out of them because they're weak as piss. Um, but like, you know, you poison someone and where that might just take their health gradually in the present timeline, if you skip forward in time, you know, they've, they've suddenly now been living with this thing for like two years or something like that. And Dead. it's just, it's completely massacring and mess. Like it's just doing massive amounts of damage between turns. Like it's, so there's some really cool stuff that they bring into the combat there. It's not just your standard JRPG, but it does make it kind of hard as a result because you've got to think about this time variable on top of the normal strategizing you have to go through for the, for the gameplay. So it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, and I'm definitely keen to play more and look forward to Chris's review popping up on the website sometime soon. Chris reviewing Chris Tales, definitely no bias. Um, the other game I've been playing, we already have a review out on the website, which I didn't know when I fortunately landed myself a code, but uh, Ender Lilies, which is kind of a Metroidvania style thing. Um, you're this little girl, there's, but there's some spirits or whatever that are kind of following. Everyone else has been wiped out by like some virus or whatever. And you just gradually... It's got a very Dark Souls kind of look and feel about it in terms of oh, kind of the tone kid. and the setting. But you're this little girl. Everyone's basically been wiped out. There's just these monsters all around the world now. Um, but you've got like this spirit and it does the attacking for the little girl. Um, and then as you progress further, you kind of unlock other spirits and they'll, and you know pick the ones that you want to bring out and kind of your party of different three moves that basically just map to you know, square, triangle and circle for the different techniques you can use. Um and it all it all works fairly well, but I've only spent fifty minutes, I think, playing that so far. I'm super early days into it, but I'm liking what I've played. And it's reviewing the lights out on the various platforms that it's that it's come out on previously. It's only just come to PlayStation though, for reasons that maybe we'll discuss in a patch topic sometime soon. So there's one other game that I'm playing. I only started playing today. It's embargoed. I can't discuss that, but look forward to hearing more about that game. It comes out later this week. Um, actually, there's two right, that are coming out this week that I'm playing that I can't mm. discuss. Three, actually, because then there's Trigger Witch as well. Um, but the one that I need to hang my head in shame over is a game called Funny Truck. What? Kieran from Well Played and Press Start fame uh, tweeted out oh, about a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago now, that he said, there's this game, it's a $1.40 platinum. And that caught my interest because I'm like, spend a forty, get a platinum, why not? What is it? Uh, it's called Funny Truck. Um, I didn't need to know any more information than that. I'm just like, it's a dollar forty platinum. All right, sure. And it's called Funny Truck. Great, I can find that on PlayStation Store. So I went and downloaded it. This is... It took me 10 minutes to get the platinum. Um, it's the worst game I think I've ever played. Oh, wow. And, and like, I, I, I will... As, as kind of stupid as... Um, my name is Mayo is... I can at least defend that. Like they're just like they're taking the piss. There's humor to the whole thing. Yeah, so, he's dressed up. He dress up every like one thousand taps. Yeah, dress it up. Well, you don't even you don't even have to. But yeah, if you're just chasing the platinum, then yeah, you do that. 
and you know it's funny you're just tapping a manager well this is you're just driving on this random like plane that's just got random platforms and shit all over it um you know bridges that just randomly end and all sorts and there's just like a, i think there's just a whole bunch of people like in the back of the truck and you're just driving around and you're basically just swerving all like i was just swinging the stick left and right and left and right and left and right while accelerating so that people would just fall off the truck and as people are falling off the truck, I'm getting points. Once I got to 25,000 points, I'd gotten a, like I'd thrown enough people off the truck for the Platinum Trophy. Wow. So, yeah. Um, we normally, like, I'd make a conscious effort to not play video games around the kids at this point because, well, firstly, the majority of the games I play still have, you know, fairly violent in some way, shape or form, the majority of the time. So I don't really want them seeing that. But uh, this, is, this is one like, okay, it's going to take me 10 minutes it's a game about trucks. Noah, my son, loves trucks. So, hey, he can just sit on the couch and watch. And so his very first video game that he's ever seen in action was Funny Truck. Funny one truck. of the worst games. That It makes Superman 64 look pretty good. Oh, wow. That's or Bubsy 3D. Um, or any of those. So th- this game is truly horrific. Um, and I never want to go near it ever and ever again. For a dollar but I got my... But it cost me a dollar forty. I got a platinum, and I went on with my day. Yeah, well, I just want to go look at this funny truck. Yeah, I, I don't understand what's funny about it. Like these people aren't even saying anything. Like there's nothing humorous being uttered as they fall off the truck. It's just a bunch of people. Like you're just swinging the truck. It's almost like you're trying to fishtail yeah. it, and people are just flying out of the truck. Maybe that is the joke. Maybe you're, meant to be, maybe you're meant to be laughing at the people falling out. I actually think what's funny is probably the developers that are looking at saps like me and Kieran and potentially well, you group. even that are going, ha, you bought our game. We've put they're, five minutes of work into making this thing and pe- and look- they they know that like there is a current like there is a currency in Platinums. So they're just there at their little computer going, oh yeah, have a look. Some idiot just purchased our game. I, I'm tempted to go check. While we're chatting, I'm going to check PSN profiles, which is not the most definitive um, because there's other there's other websites that people might subscribe to. But I'm going to go to the game section and I'm going to search for Funny Truck. I'm going to see how many people have, just on that system alone have played... Funny Truck. Oh, I just funny? typed Funny Game. Funny Truck. Funny Truck. All right. So according to PlayStation profiles, and they've got three different trophy lists, which is mighty tempting that maybe I'll go and buy it with my US account as well. But um, no. and get another one. But there's uh, fifteen hundred people that have bought it on, uh, like through the European store. There's over uh, one thousand one hundred that have bought it through the North American one, and there's another nearly three hundred that have bought it from the Asia, like the Asian region store. So. You know, close to three thousand people have bought this game, all at the equivalent of like a dollar fifty, dollar forty each. That's that's a little bit of money for probably twenty minutes biggest, of effort. It's the biggest scam in game in history. Yeah. So, Suck and obviously, PlayStation in. takes a little slice of that, probably like ten percent, which is you know, fifteen cents, fourteen cents, fifteen cents. But um, it's so it's actually wouldn't be it'd be thirty percent. But anyway, that's who cares about all that? That's that's another conversation again for another time about indies. We we might we were gonna save this for demo, but we might have to have the conversation ourselves at some point in an episode. Um That's a rot, those dodgy pricks. They're laughing at you with their hundreds of ten cent coins just laughing at you. Oh yeah. Um 
Uh, still, you multiply that out over three thousand people. It's a little bit of money, and I'm sure they're probably. This is probably not the only game that these people have made. So there's probably heaps of these little scams on on the thing, and they're probably making themselves a decent chunk of change as a result. Not to mention if they put it on Xbox and people who want to get their you know, thousand gamer score on that, and not the Switch because no one cares. Uh, no one. They don't have an achievement system there. <laughs> no one cares. Nintendo Everyone cares about care. achievements. It's just Nintendo don't care. So, um, and, and even like. You know, friend of the show, Buddy Watson, getting a sniff of me uh, chasing down some cheap platinums the other day. He, like, I think he sent me a message on Facebook. He's like, "Hey, here's another couple of ones that are like one was like thirty five cents, and another was like a dollar fifty or something like that." And he's like, "Hey, these are you know going to take you four and eighteen minutes each." I'm like, oh, I didn't do it. I haven't done it yet. I won't. I won't rule out. I won't rule out that I'll do it. But are you now just looking for bargain platinums? Are you? No, no. I, I like Scraping that one. the barrel. No, I think it's that. It's that one novelty one every now and then that that is. Let's call it content, so that we can share. So we can take the. So we can take the piss on the show here, and then um, that'd be a great player two plays of my name is Mayo, where you just there for thirty five minutes, just tap it a jar. When my, my name is Mayo three comes out, I'll do a full playthrough. Of that game, and platinum it in the platinum. same, in the same, in the same video, full playthrough with the platinum, which will be real tedious because it'll be like half the time it'll be me looking down at my phone reading the uh, reading the the trophy requirements and like okay I've a thousand times uh, right now I need to quick bounce into the menu check this okay keep going like it's it'll be one hell of a player two plays, um but that's it. Uh, like I said, there's a couple of, there's three different embargo games I've been playing. Uh, you'll see me talk about those on the patched feed in about two hours after this episode goes live, interestingly enough. Uh, that's one of them. Um, so an- another review discussion that you'll see soon. And then a couple others that I've been playing, including Trigger Witch. So there's, there's some cool stuff going on. There's some cool games coming out at the moment, but I would like for it to stop. I took a bit of a look ahead, and I guess this is probably the segue to games that are coming in the nearish future. Um, I took a look at some upcoming releases because they announced. I, I was doing a news piece for NBA 2K22 the other day, and I just I was you know putting it all together, and I noted the the September 10th release date, and I'm like September 10, September 10. Why does that ring a bell? And so I took a bit of a look at what's coming out in that date. Now I don't know that all of these will appeal appeal to you, but the majority appealed to me, maybe unsurprisingly. Um, and so on that date, where are we gone? So there's NBA 2K22, which you know, whatever. Maybe I'll get a copy to review, so I won't. I won't make too much. But Life is Strange: True Colors comes out that date. Oh, Tales of Arise, the new Tales game, comes out that date. EA announced that that Lost in Random from their EA showcase the other day, which looks phenomenal, by the way. If oh, you didn't, I've, if you didn't I've check out the, the EA thing I the other day, it looks EA fantastic. And WarioWare all come out on the same day. What Wario? Are we talking about the Wario? Yeah, WarioWare, the new one. Oh, you know, no. like the, the old WarioWare games? You know, Shake It yeah. and Twist and all those sort of... Yeah, so there's a, there's a new one of those coming to Switch. And they're all coming on September 10th. So that's that's a shit show. All on the one day. All on the same day. Did I know there's 364 other days they can put it on? Or just <sighs> thought, you know what? Let's just put it on September 10th. Yeah, just for no reason. I mean, like four days later, there's Deathloop. A week after that, there's Diablo 2. If anyone wants to go anywhere near a Blizzard game at the moment after all their recent news. Death Stranding comes out at the end of September... Um, there's like that Fist Forged in Shadow Torch game that comes out a few days beforehand which is pretty awesome 
And then August has got a fair few titles as well, which is probably the best segue for us to start talking about what we're going to be playing in the near future. What's what's on the cards? Well, just finish off Immortals Phoenix Rising. Get the plat. And no. Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked that far it's, yet. It's an easier... Like, you've gotten the Odyssey one. It is a far easier plat than Odyssey. Anything's easier than the Odyssey plat. That, <laughs> That's... Let's be honest. Anything's Go play and get back to us about that. Well, I've got that on Xbox, so no platinum there. But I do have Assassin's Creed 2 on the PlayStation, so we can go back and get... I want to go back and play some old Assassin's Creed as well. I'd like to find the time. I might I might do that. Or I will try. I don't know how well I'll go with it, but get back to playing The Shitty Witcher. Oh, you're going to try Breath of the Wild again. Try from the start because I haven't played it for a whole year and a half, so I have no idea what's going on. Or I think that I'm was going. one of my New Year's pledges that I that tried again this year. So, or maybe it was that you was and mine. I just took that it on was myself. Me. It was definitely me. Maybe Don't know I to go. Maybe I was riding on your coattails, but yeah. Who I'm knows? keen to hear that how that goes. Then, whenever you get a chance, then maybe also I'll try and play Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Just uh, change it up a bit. Just walk around and do some quick time events. See how that Detroit's goes. Detroit's amazing. Detroit's awesome. Oh, it's is not, it? That's yeah. Good. Yeah, it's not quite as uh, quick time eventy as. I mean, it, it, there's still lots of quick time events, but it's not quite as quick time event heavy, like as, heavy other, as heavy rain or, or um, Beyond Two Souls. Oh, that's all right. W- Willem Dafoe Simulator 2016. Elliot Page Simulator. Yeah. Uh, 2012, sorry. 2012. 2012? That's it must have been that. Ago. It must have been that long ago. 2013? Uh, that sounds about right. Beyond 2012 sounds right. Two souls. No, it, it feels gonna, like that. It's going to feel old. I, October I feel 8th, old 2013. Just I feel before, old. Just before the PS4 came out. Just that, before? Yeah. Oof. Well. <laughs> That's the press. Detroit is awesome. So yeah, definitely go. Play, uh, de- you'll enjoy Detroit. Oh, well, there you go. Any others? Uh, no, that's it at the moment. Maybe Assassin's Creed 2 might go back since I've got, was it the Enzo Collection or Ezio Collection, whatever his name yeah. is. Now I can see those really weird eyes that everyone's been talking about for myself. Yeah, checks out. Um, for me, I mean, there's still a couple games coming out at the back end of the month, obviously it's just the timing of us recording this episode that means that they're like at the day this comes out, there's um, Neo, the world ends with you, which I wasn't really big on the world ends with you on the DS all those years ago. Yeah. The, the style didn't really gel with me, but I tried out the demo that Square Enix put up recently and it was actually pretty cool. So um, I'm keen to give that a crack. The Ascent, which is that one to four player co-op thing for Xbox, which we should totally, now that you've got a Series X, we should totally play a little bit of co-op with that. It's oh. free on Game Pass um, tomorrow as of when this episode, or tomorrow or Thursday as of when this episode goes up. So go check that out. Oh, And there's, then there's the Forgotten City. Game. Yeah. Um, and then there's the but Forgotten the most City. Which is... game that we promised. Oh, yeah. Do. Yeah, we won't make any promises. No promises. Um, and then there's the Forgotten City, which was, um, I mean, recent guest of the show, Nick Pierce, who, uh, oh, sorry, of Dev Diary, 
Um, so we'll guess. Not, not this show. Guess. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, just caught you off guard there. Well, there will be in about two hours when this here. podcast goes live. Oh, yes. But um, uh, recent guest of Dev Diary, I should say, Nick Pierce, uh, a game that he was working on, which originally was a Skyrim mod all the way back in the day, um, that then he broke out and kind of made its own. Like it was a, I think like three and a half, four million downloads or something like that. Um, from, uh, Skyrim. It was one of the biggest mods that the game ever saw um but he broke it off and kind of created his own game around it obviously it doesn't have the fantasy setting or any of those sort of things because that would see bethesda slash microsoft come knocking on the door with their legal teams but um it's a paper it's got it's got the still the, the same name forgotten city but it's kind of this roman style thing and it's got this really cool time loop where there's like a mystery um that's kind of basically just turning everyone in the city into gold and you've got a kind of unravel that whole thing and you'll go through these time loops you'll get killed you'll get things wrong you'll make mistakes and have to rewind all the way back through to the start of this time loop again but you'll bring that knowledge with you i guess a kind of majora's mask style concept it seems like the new the new gaming thing now time loops i mean we got death loop we got 12 minutes yeah I, I guess and that's one coming out next month that I'll be definitely keen to play. Yeah, what, but you're right. Minutes? I think there is a little bit to that because, yeah, 12 Minutes is out on August 19th. Um, I'm keen to play Hades finally. I've had it on the Switch. Oh, yes. But I haven't actually played it on the Switch, waiting for it on the big boy consoles. And so it's coming oh, to PS4 yes. slash PS5 on August 13th. So I'll be playing and it there. I'm keen to try... Uh, you being the, the Tony Hawk fan that you are, are you keen to play Skatebird? What the hell is Skatebird? Oh, you need to go look up Skatebird. It comes out oh. um, in like two weeks from now. I want to know what this Skatebird is. It's going to change your life. Um, is it Skatebird? It's, it's like an indie darling that has, okay. hasn't come out. But like, Am it's I like a an bird? If I'm a bird skating, I'm on it already. <laughs> you are a bird skating. So um, I think it's coming to the consoles, but it's definitely coming it's on, to PC. It's on Steam. If only I had my handheld console to play that. Yeah. I so want it. It's um, on Nintendo. Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Windows. So it's not coming to PlayStation yet, from the look oh, of it. But PlayStation, you've got, you've got an Xbox, on. so you're good. Oh. Um, oh wait, that says initial release date 2020. Oh, that'll be the, the that'll be the early access. Anyway, I, I won't, we, we're both looking at a screen, so you can keep learning more about Skatebird while I keep going. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. I'll import all my trophies. Um, and get like get, get the get the replatinum, but then go and check out the Iki Island expansion. Um, apparently, there's like 15 hours of new of new content there to go check out. So that'll be kind of cool. Uh, one that I've been anticipating almost more than anything else since the PS5 was first revealed is that Kana Bridge of Spirits that comes out this month. Finally, finally. I mean, it hasn't been. It's, I guess it's only been a year, but yeah, Psychonauts Two is coming out. And maybe if... which one? The first one. Because I said Kenya. Kenya? No, not oh, Kenya. Oh, uh, Kana. Kana, as Kana. I discovered, they pronounce it. Was that delayed at one point? Um, I think that initially they were hoping for early in the year, and then it became August. So early it got delayed. Year, it got delayed to this month. Ah. Um, Psychonauts two, which is going to be great. Can't wait to play that. Matt Houston had a, an opportunity to play a preview of it and interview Tim Schafer recently so go check out some of that on the website because tim uh, tim Schafer is a legend and i'm really jealous that i didn't get to chat to him myself and if i get time i'll play no more heroes 3 because why not 
Like, I mean, uh, you know, am I going to get to go with the whole jerking off motion with the Joy-Con like everyone did with the Wii? You know, the possibilities, my friend. So many. So, I won't say anymore, but sit on the toilet to go and, uh, to save your game, like all that sort of uh, stuff. That pseudo stupidity. It'd be kind of cool. I'm not a big No More Heroes guy, but I'm, if time allows, I'll give it a crack. What about you? You already asked me that. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did too. But you've added Skatebird and Hades to the list. That's for Skatebird. Sure. Definitely Skatebird. <laughs> well, then, uh, on that note, we'll wrap things up. I think I just went on far too long about the games I'm going to be playing, and that's what I lost track of what you were planning on doing. Good point. Um, so, if you enjoyed this episode of Patched, please be sure to like, share, subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way, you're alerted to new episodes of Patched Play Two Plays. Gamer school and a whole bunch more. There's some there awesome stuff there, so be sure to uh, be sure to uh, visit the YouTube channel and check it all out. Uh, visit the website player2.net.au for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, patch, the player2 pixelcast, and dev diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com/player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives, and then there's Twitter. Matto, where can be found? Matto underscore Phil. It goes by the name Phil. Paul Tans Games for Paul me. The website is player2au. Thanks a lot for watching and listening and we'll see you next week. Got it right. Late game review is dead. (laughs)